Hey, 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 y'all already know your girl back in the building discussions with 10. Start off with my one of my favorite models, y'all. One of my quotes. You have to praise your own way out of your own storm. And when I used that one, I think I was going through a lot of different rough times in my life. Uh, currently, it's still challenging, but it is what it is. And I, I don't try to wallow and roll around into the pain or the struggles or whatever I'm going through. So I always know that I had to praise my own way out of my own storm because ain't nobody else going to do it for me. So once again, you have to praise your own way out of your own storm. And dealing with that, I just know with the storms, <laughs> we have been seeing not only here in Michigan, but all over the world. It's crazy. It's been flooding like crazy everywhere, especially to at least, you know, know here in Michigan that we can't really sustain all this rain like that. <laughs> and the funny part is I had finally had my book signing, y'all, on this past Friday. And that was the day it rang the hardest. But in the rain, it showed me. I try to use it for a different, a lot of different reasons. But I used it as it was uh, purifying. It was cleansing. It was, it was taking all of the waste away. And the right people were the right ones to attend. The ones that pre-ordered that out. Thank you. Was a total blessing um, because I know that if the rain hadn't come. We would have had a packed house, and I probably would have sold out of everything. Um, but it, it is what it is. It still was a good turnout. I thank all my people for coming out through the storm, and they made their way. So to go back on that, I have a special, special, wonderful, special guest here tonight. Um, to give a little bit about our history, I met this wonderful young man back, I believe, in 20, was it 20, 2012? 2012. 2013. 13? No, it was 2012. I think it was 12, 2012. I met him on the day that I hated the most. That was the first time I had been out the house since maybe 2009. <laughs> no, for real. I met him on Halloween at a performance um, that they was doing for the community. And he, he, he just came with the jokes and we kicked it off from there. And it's been love ever since. Uh, for real. So, Welcome, my man, that's been seen on BT, Def hey. Comedy Jam, hey. all over the world, all over the screens. My man, Bill Hill, is in the building. What's up, Tim? How you doing, baby? How you doing? <laughs> I want to congratulate you for making this, this show happen because I remember you have been talking about doing something and you did it and it's working out for you. It's good. This is this is a sweet spot. So this is uh, this ain't no joke. You got real. Real equipment up in here. Real it's all equipment. good. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy. The storm happened, and I'm like, it, it rained so hard, but then the, the Detroit people took, found some joy in it. They were swimming in the damn water. And the nasty water. This water is, like, contaminated it's with glass, everybody's... It's gasoline. It's everything. Like, Oh, come on. BM and come everything. On, it's like, oh my God, how can you be out there surfing and diving and swimming? Oh I mean, they got their feet in it, oh their whole bodies. Oh my God, that's crazy. Crazy. Just swim in the damn water? 
man. I, I just stay in the house, man. I stay in the house. I don't do that much. This is the first time I've been on camera in, in about four, five months. And and when I invited you, you was like, yeah, T, whatever, for you. And, and it's crazy because everybody just be like, T, whatever, for you. Yeah. I love that because you don't get that much. You know, they see people. you grinding. Right. They see you grinding, you know, and uh, like I, my son had a rehearsal today. Mm -hmm. I like, I'm going to drop you off. I'm going to have your grandfather pick you up. I got to go do a show. Well, a podcast, whatever. Right. And, um, but it's because I see you grinding, and it, it, I see you ain't bull. You ain't, I don't know if you're cussing him. You're not bull. <laughs> no, you do you. Do you. you you're not bullshitting. So, there you go. It's like, I got to help her out. She's not bullshitting. You ain't talking all this. See, people people down here talk a lot. They talk so good. <laughs> and then you, you come with the money, you ready to make something happen. Oh, I got oh, I got with my man to hit me back up. And then, oh, come on. You're not ready, man. So, but you, you bought your business, you bought your action, and I'm down with you, so it's all good. Thank you. I I truly appreciate it. that. Meant, that means the world to me, honestly. That means the entire world to me. And to know that you were just coming out of a storm yourself, and it was like for you to come on and be like, yeah, see, whatever. And I chose you to yeah. end out my, my um, June which is Father's Day month. I always give it a good highlight. Yeah. <laughs> you are one of the greatest fathers that I know thus far. Um, due to when we met, um, I think at that time you had just lost your wife. Mm -hmm. And we used to have some great conversations. You used to pull up on me like, T, where you at? Wherever I was at, you pulled up. Yeah, yeah. And you was like, you know, we were just kicking. And I know, you know, people are always in your life for a reason, season, or a lesson. Yeah. And in that time, I knew I probably was in your life for a good reason, yeah. you know, um, to help you go through whatever you was going through with the loss of your wife. And on top of that, so you are an awesome, awesome single father. You know what? I try to... Because I've been around the world like 10 times. I've okay. been, been on real tours. Like, people people try to, everybody want to be a celebrity. Right. I but just when, want the wealth from it. But, but see, <laughs> when you, when you got to go to an airport every Monday, mm -hmm. you got to fly from hot to cold, from mm -hmm. cold to hot. You got to, it's like, it, after so long, it's not fun no more. But people, right. people are not going to really notice that until you actually do it. Right. And like, I don't, I don't got to go to Miami. Mm -hmm. I don't got to go to no Punta Cana, wherever these people going to. <laughs> they just I'm not going to because my kids, they got camp. Mm -hmm. So if I go to Miami, I spend the camp money. I come home, and they be like, what camp money at? Like, camp money gone. Like, how the money gone? Like, right. why, why, would I spend, why would I go out of town and spend $1,500 and it's COVID? Exactly. Now, you go, you leave, you leave Detroit, Michigan... We had 2,000 cases. Back when we had 2,000 cases. Florida had 15,000 cases. Mm -hmm. You leave 2,000 cases, go 15,000, and don't wear no mask. Right. And you're supposed to quarantine for two weeks if you travel. Mm -hmm. People go out there for five days. Come right back. Come right back because they can't afford to stay for 14 days. Exactly. See, that's the difference when you're balling. You, you, you say, we're going to go out of town. We're going to stay 14 days. And we got to make sure we straight, get tested, this and that. People crazy, man. It, and and it's the, the, the part about that, um, with being a travel agent as well, is knowing that, you know, now how they so strict on even going across anywhere overseas, you have to take a test two days. 
prior to you departing. And if you don't pass your test, you can't go. As well as when you're coming back, you have to pass a test to come back to the state. I know uh, from another travel agent, a few young ladies, they had, you know, had a trip or whatnot. Mm -hmm. One of them out the 12 caught COVID. They set everybody down for 14 days that they couldn't come yeah. back. They couldn't do anything. So now you have to reroute your your flights. That's extra. You have to now pay for the stay of the duration of being there for the 14 days and all of that. So it's just crazy. But I was traveling during COVID and I did it because I was writing my book and I needed a new scenery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't do much when I was even out of town. Yeah. And the, the part is, I even went through a part of COVID. But I caught it here. I didn't even catch it out of town. I, I caught, caught it, it here. here. Too. Yeah. I caught it here like, like last March. Mm -hmm. I went to Whole Foods and I got the food from the buffet, the buffet area. Mm -hmm. And I ate the food. I got in my car. My stomach was hurting like hell. I'm like, fucked up. I'm like, oh, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I wish my son could drive. I was like, you got to drive home, son. Right, right. And so I got home. I had diarrhea. I'm like, I'm like I was up. hot. I was cold. I went to my girl house. She caught it. Her son caught it. And it was gone in one day. Wow. And um, it's, 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 it's population control, though. That's what yeah. it is. And yeah. people need to understand something that, you know, the government, they don't really care about us like that. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they make you think that it's cool, it's all good, but they want the money. Right. Because ain't no way in the world a virus going to stop. Like, like, like how, how the hell the virus stop? Right. It right. ain't stopping. People still dying, but I'm just trying to live and try to take care of my family and, and do what I got to do. But it's, it's crazy out here, man. It is. It, it's going crazy. It is. And you have done a fantastic job just watching through social media with raising your children mm -hmm. and knowing that they was really, really small once I, you know, yeah. like I said, I met you. So to see them now being a great pianist and a great student going off to Harvard now, you done got them graduated, they're doing wonderful. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's crazy because I knew Father's Day wasn't going to be shit no way because we had <laughs> They came with the damn uh, uh, June 19th. I'm like, wait a minute, June 19th? That's what's called the Father's Day. Right. Everybody spent all their money that they had on June, June 19th. <laughs> Father's Day came, everybody was asleep. I said, God damn. <laughs> but it's it's like, because uh, fathers, we don't get enough credit. You know, there's some fathers. A lot of these niggas bullshitting. Just, yeah. just keep it 100. These niggas bullshitting because they can't have a woman. Mm -hmm. So they like, I can't have you. I don't even want the son no more. Right. It's like, right. come on, man. No, how you a player? How you a player and you're not gonna play the game right. right. You know what I'm saying? These niggas full of shit, man. Right. And and, and, and women, they make excuses for the sorry ass niggas. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I'm taking care of my business. Okay. Excuse my speech, my speech got all the stroke to fuck me up, but I'm taking care of my business because if I'm if my kids are winning, mm -hmm. I know I'm winning. Period. My son camp, my daughter's school, everything paid for. Okay. Because I did not go nowhere last month, two months ago, three months ago. And it's like, if, if I did go somewhere, my kid, my, 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 my son right now, he got a camp me going to August the 2nd in, in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. The camp, wanna, they, they, it's at a school called Montclair University. 
It's sixteen hundred dollars. Mm. I paid sixteen hundred, but then I got I paid got to pay another seven hundred dollars for him to stay with a family and all this shit. Like stay with a family? What the fuck? <laughs> it's a family. They got COVID. I right. gotta beat these motherfuckers. Right. I can't have my son in Jersey. The family. It's cool, but I'm like, you going? Mm-hmm. But I gotta I gotta make it. I gotta make everything right. And I see so many kids that's out here. Mm-hmm. And the father is making excuses. Uh-huh. The excuses, you cannot come up with an elaborate excuse every time something is due. Exactly. Every time something is due, you got an excuse. Oh, man. So, you know, so, I, I'm like, that, 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 that's terrible. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't no shame in the game, man. It's like, you got to step up to the plate, man. And you know what? One of my um, one of my guys too. He he's he's really good out here, and he works with the youth as well. He he always brought something to my attention. He would say, "T, you know, pretty much people and guys mainly, they feel that presence equals present, and it doesn't. You get what I'm saying? Hopefully, I'm saying that right. Shout out to George Ward. Right. Um, but he would say, you know, people feel like giving their kids a present. It's not equaling enough of their present time. You, you don't get a present and you fucking up. Period. Mm-hmm. If you fucking up, you don't get nothing. Okay. So, that's to make you do good. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing bad and you get gifts, then why do good? Right, right. See, it's it's, it's, it's the... It's, the uh, it's, it's not just me taking care of my kids. Let me get that straight, too. Okay. I got a wonderful grandmother, wonderful grandfather, okay. wonderful uncles... But see... It's a village. It's a village. Mm-hmm. And when I caught the stroke, I was like, damn. Because a stroke is like... It's so much that go along with a stroke. This is four months ago. Okay. My oxygen was 50%, 100% blocked on the left side of my throat. Wow. 50% oxygen on the right side of my throat. So I only got 50% oxygen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I talk for a living. So how the hell am I? <laughs> how the hell am I supposed to talk? Right, right. And my words, I I be trying to. My, I, I'm already. When you gotta learn how to talk all over again, and you a fast talker and all that shit, man, I be like, man, I text you. It's like <laughs> I, 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 right. I ain't got time. But it's like, it's like uh, I could not. I could not. Uh, like what back to me say, I've been around the world ten times. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere I want to go. Okay. Now, I might want to go to New York for a couple of days. Maybe we do three days in New York when I drop my son on just to rest up, drive back or something like that. But I want my kids to see everything. Okay. I want them to win. I want them to win this game called life because, you know, I'm 54 years old. Mm-hmm. Game almost over with for me. But my children, they kids, I'll be straight. Okay. Cause ain't nothing like, ain't nothing like you your kids not being straight, and you having a ball. <laughs> that part. Ain't nothing like. <laughs> I, ain't nothing like that. That 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 pure D garbage. That's hot garbage. It is, and I see so many. You know, people. I I don't know how their livelihood is, but so many people travel without their children, and to me, like and their like, kids go to Kalahari. <laughs> That That's the only place the kids go is Kalahari, and you got your funky ass in Punta Cana. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have you you 
Your funky ass in Punta Cana, nigga. Palm trees. Right. High rise shit. I'm like, damn, the kids at Kalahari? And they can't even adventure. Like, that's an adventure to life, to learn, you know, different settings, different um, different atmospheres, cultures and stuff. And, and and I and like you said, honestly, I sit back and I see it and it's like, nah, nah. And and it's a thing with me too. People just allow anybody to watch their kid. It's like, how can you do that? I don't have children, so I just know if I did ever have it, it wouldn't be like that. It it, it people, couldn't go that way. People losing their mind, man. They are. People losing their mind. If you notice something, I, I'm, a, I'm a real 5G type of person. I'm a person that believes 5G got something to do with this COVID shit. Now, people are kind of acting weird. Everybody's impatient. Mm-hmm. People are running red lights to stop another red light. Why are you running this light and stopping the next damn light? Why you do that, nigga? Why the fuck would you do this shit? Right, right. You run a red light to stop at another light. Uh-huh. See, people's brains is being tampered with. People impatient. They're swimming in the water with gasoline in it, glass and shit. Right. It's like we're not thinking. We we doing everything is on the everything is, is right now. Mm-hmm. When I was in the hospital for two weeks, I sat down. I said, God has set me down for a reason. Because mm-hmm. COVID was real high when I was in the hospital. It was high as hell, like 8,000 cases. I'm like, damn, 8,000 cases? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, why, why God sent me down? It's the fourth quarter of the game. My daughter about to go to Howard University. My son got camp. I got I to gotta be, I got to have energy to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just like, it is what it is. You see, people... When you sit down, you get, to, you get to slow down and watch everything and everybody. Mm. And I'm watching everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, you called me. Sip and Chanel called me. Martini Harris called me. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And, Bill, when I seen that you posted that you had just had a stroke, my heart definitely went out to you. I'm telling you, I was praying so much on your behalf and just for you to pull through because me taking care of people, I've seen how a stroke or a heart attack can really alter your life. You know, even with the COVID situation, the COVID really had people mental messed up. So to see that, it's just like, I hope Bill definitely pulled through this because he got his kids and it's like, you know, you yeah, just... my kids got a hell of a motherfucking schedule. <laughs> they, got, they got a hell of a schedule, baby. Uh-huh. My kids, my kids, so big. Man, my son got three show, four shows tomorrow. Wow. My daughter, my daughter got her own car, but I'm like, not saying my kids gave me the stroke. It was a damn food. That's what it was, that fucking food. Oh, man. That damn White Rock Castles that. and yes. Burger King and McDonald's and all that stuff. That food is pure garbage. All I eat now is turkey, tuna, nothing fried. So okay. I'm like, damn, I done been on all kind of drugs. And food take me out. That's wow. some bullshit, man. Say, <laughs> say health is wealth, man. Like, Definitely man. health is wealth. I'm like, damn, food. <laughs> the fucking food took me down? What yes. the hell going on? But uh, and even in the food, the food costs cancer and everything. And a lot of people don't know that. So if you literally out here eating out of seven days a week, six days a week of garbage, yeah. just imagine what is going into your system. What is What do your system look like? You know, so that's why I tell a lot of people, too, you, your outer and your inner got to match. You know, even as well as with me, because I've been on my 
trying to get back on my diet tip and everything, but you said I'm straight, but no, I ain't never been this big but see, ever. It's the bread. <laughs> it's the bread, yeah, the see, bread. I, lost, the I done lost like twenty pounds. And you look good. And it's bread. Okay. See, it's the sodium. Mm-hmm. We talked about Mountain Dew earlier. <laughs> Mountain Dew got sixty milligrams of sodium. And a 12 ounce can of pop. Man. That's too much salt. He talking about me, y'all. I need this too much damn sugar a little energy. Pop. I need a little energy for the day. But I'm telling you, it's all the food, man. It's all this bread. And the good food, it costs too much money. It's too far out. You can't get it. It's like, it's like, man, that, that, that's bullshit, man. It's a lot of bullshit going on. And it's terrible. It is. It's terrible how they plan us. Then you got people putting mac and cheese. I watch a show called How in the Hall. You see that? Mm, I don't watch too much TV. You see that in the hall? Yeah, I am. I got finished the last episode. <laughs> I watched How in the Hall, and it told the story about the slave that was uh, Thomas Jefferson's slave. Okay. Was his chef. Personal chef was a slave. He went to Paris to learn cuisine, culinary school. Okay. The slave said he wanted to be free. Can I get my freedom? Mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson told him, the only way I'm going to let you go is if you find somebody to replace you. Wow. And he gave him his brother. Wow. This man, black man, invented macaroni and cheese. Mm. Mac and cheese is one of the deadliest things you can eat. It's blocking all your arteries. Blocking all your arteries, ham. It's like it's like the food. It's like how the hell is the food killing us? Mm-hmm. What are we supposed to do? Drink water every damn day? I <laughs> and some of the water ain't I even can't good get either. Damn water. <laughs> it's like damn. What the fuck? It's like so. It's like, but it's, it's so much food that when you talk to people about the food. It's like they don't want to really hear it because I got to eat something. But right. I, I can't. I ain't eat no more garbage. I ain't nothing fried. I ain't a French fry in four months. Wow. And I'm, I'm my doodle don't stink no more. Oh God. <laughs> I be like, damn, this all the fucking shit. This my shit don't even stink no more. I'm yep, like, damn. It's the food and the meat. It's the it's meat. The meat. I got. I gotta cut the meat out, but it's hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. I don't know what it is about the taste of meat, the flavor of meat that got me so hooked on meat, but. I gotta have some meat, man. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. That's like me. It's chicken. I eat chicken all day, every day. I, Fried chicken? Not much fried. I like to marinate it pretty much or bake it. It's the best for me. But Yeah, but the seasoning salt. See, the seasoning salt, when you put that lorries on there, they ought to sue they motherfuckers. <laughs> that goddamn lorries, them motherfuckers. The seasoning salt, it's got, it's got the seasoning salt on there. And then you give it to me, I put salt and pepper on the motherfucker. Right, it's right. already salted down because it's been prepared with salt. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, so we, we, we put salt. And it's like, well, why the fuck is the salt bad for you? Right. It's bullshit, man. Right. So knowing that, like you said, you just came through um, a storm of overcoming your stroke, or you still in the progress of it, as I'm, I said. I'm, I'm 85%. Okay. I'm 85%, and... Um, I pray every day. Okay. I change my diet, and um, it's a hell of a blow. I, I, w- I wish I had COVID, to be honest with you, because uh-huh. four months of some shit. Uh-huh. I mean, but I, I just saw a man the other day. 
He had his stroke for 10 years. I'm like, 10 years was that shit? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's crazy because you don't speak. You, I'm 54 years old. I ain't no old, man. I'm not, I'm not that, that young or whatever. But I'm like, damn, my whole left side tripping and shit. I'm like, damn, my, fuck, my body going crazy. What the fuck going on? I'm like, man, this is some bullshit, man. But if you, uh, I, I saw the man, he had 10 years of stroke. Uh-huh. I said, you gave me some inspiration, bro. I said, ain't nowhere in the world I'm going to bed mad. Cause you, exactly. you, you be mad. You be kind of mad yourself. And you just start thinking about everything that happened. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's, it's fucked up. But it's a good thing that you're still here. So I'm like, blessed. Exactly. So you sometimes you have to go through a storm to know what's meant, what what you gotta change or alter in your life. Um, and it's just sometimes it'll make it better. And just to still be in the land of the living yeah. is the best part out yeah. of it. Because you know what, my my uh, rest in peace, my uncle Michael Russell. Uh, he he passed from COVID, mm-hmm. and he went to the hospital. And it was like, oh, he's going to be in four days, five days. He coming home. And he stayed in the hospital for two weeks and died. Yeah. And, you know, people be people be uh, in the party store, no mask on. Everywhere. The young people doing their thing. People mad because they can't do this and do that. It's like, yo, my uncle died from this shit, man. Mine so, too. You're your uncle dad too? Yep. So, sat in the house with him almost every day. Um, I took care of his wife. I take care of his wife. So to see him and I helped him get in the car. Yeah. I had shit. to lift his pants leg to put his foot in the car. He never came back home. So R.I.P. to my uncle, bro, man. Yeah, man. Uh, that literally it. took. And that's when at first I didn't even believe COVID. I didn't believe. I thought it was a whole hoax. It was just but a see, joke. If and, you pay attention, they told us to stay in the house, right? Mm-hmm. When you wake up in the morning, it's a pole outside with the 5G shit up there. Mm-hmm. He said, damn, they they built this shit all around the world. This is more important than building a building vaccine? Mm-hmm. 5G is more important than a vaccine? Right, right. And they talking about stay in the house, don't come outside. Birds was chirping at nighttime. Yes. Wasn't that strange? Oh man, like two, three, four, five o'clock in the morning. Like, where's why is these birds outside? The the the, the, the frequency is off. Mm-hmm. I don't care what nobody say. Five G got something to do with this bullshit. That thing say low battery. Yeah, see, I was about to try to get his attention. Um, it's all good. Yeah. It's all. Good. I'm, I'm proud of you, man. Congratulate you for doing the thing, ten. And it's all good. So I want to know a little bit about the traveling life, the comedian life, the being around all of the celebrities and enjoying the lifestyle. What's like, what would, what would, I want to hear good and the bad. Just give me a little bit. You don't got to give me it's, too much uh, of it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. In, in the beginning, like the first year, it's fun. Okay. It's real, it's just a lot of fun. But you gotta, you gotta, most people have flights at 6.30 in the morning, 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. The show is over at 11 o'clock. Okay. So we got from 11 o'clock to 6 o'clock to party. Mm-hmm. You party too hard, you're going to be still up. <laughs> so you, you got to pack your clothes. Clothes, right. And it's like, that's when the work come in. You got to pack your clothes. You know, and I was flying, flying before 9-11. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, the, the 9-11... We were flying to uh, D.C. Okay. We stopped in New York. 
in the same airport where the terrorists was at. Same airport. They went to, uh, they went, where did they go? They went to Pennsylvania. We was going to D.C. Okay. And um, we got to D.C. In the hotel, they said the plane, the, 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 the train center went down. I'm like, wow. what? Then the Pentagon got hit. So the whole tour was canceled. Wow. And I said, damn, I don't get no man money. <laughs> so we, we was like, we had to take a Greyhound home. Wow. From D.C. We had to take a Greyhound home. But it's so much fun when you can be like on stage in a, a whole other town and you're doing your thing and people are screaming and clapping and laughing and it's it's a it's a high that you never ever experience because it's so it's so good that when it come down you want to you want to begin so you ready for the next show the next day and all that stuff but like I say when you party too hard if the drugs get in the way then it's like damn I gotta go to the airport damn you be like you you be thinking this stuff is fun but it ain't that fun. Mm-hmm. So even with that um, and knowing a little bit about your journey, how would you describe, how can I say this? How would you describe, like, I'm still nervous. Every time I do a show, I'm still so nervous. Like, I have to literally prepare myself. You're nervous because you don't take it for granted. I don't. Uh, Like today, this is the most I've talked and you're doing great too. And thank you so much. I'm not, I got my speech impediment because my I know, words. But you're doing so great, man. My, Don't my, even think about it. Don't think my about damn it. Words <laughs> the me shit. This shit got me mad at motherfucker too. <laughs> don't think about it. Because uh, it's like when you don't pray, don't be nervous. Mm-hmm. That's the time something bad can happen. Exactly. You know, when you take it for granted, you take the blessing for granted. Mm-hmm. He'll snatch it. And snatch it from you so fast. Snatch it. um, You know, I was on the airport the same morning at the terrorists. Wow. They went to Pennsylvania. We went to D.C. Mm -hmm. From Detroit, got to New York. They were in the airport. We went to the airport, went to D.C. They went to Pennsylvania. And uh, I'm like, to be so close to, that's that's in the eye of the storm. Mm Mm-hmm. That's really in the act. We couldn't get the flight home. We had to get the bus. Right. And I'm like, damn. I'm worried about the damn money. I ain't thinking about the blessing. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, uh, it's crazy because, uh, see the stroke check is trying to It's all right. Take your time. Take your time. It's, it's crazy because, um, like I say, if you don't pray, you don't be nervous, that's the one time he can take it from you. And you're going to mess up somewhere. But then, like, sometimes you may do something off the top of the head. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, oh, I did that, I did that. No, that was, that was God. God, say that. that was God, you know, so I'm big on God. And because uh, that's the only man so I ain't making it happen for us every day. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, it's crazy. It's totally crazy, man. It's, it is. It's crazy. It is. So even just that, and I was, I wanted to just talk about, it, like, how you're talking about the buildings um, at for 9-11. I was at school at Eastern. And I was standing there watching the news, literally Damn. standing there, and I'm just watching how these buildings is just collapsing and falling down. So to see that airplanes did that, but now we just had something that took place um, in Florida where the building just collapsed. Too many niggas. <laughs> 
too many niggas twerking. Niggas twerking. Them niggas see Miami on that bullshit. Right. Miami now the niggas out there twerking, drinking that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Man, how the hell a whole building gonna fall down? Fall man? down. Ain't, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no, what, what, what's up with the building? Right. It's like a whole building fell down? Right. Just collapsed. Well, nobody hurt. Well, hurt a lot of people hurt uh, down there, but uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I gotta be careful out here. And it's be crazy safe. because they're at home. You get what I'm saying? They're at home. They tell people to stay at home, stay safe, do this, do that. You're at home. You're relaxing. You're chilling. You get what I'm saying? Now you can't even relax in the presence of your own comfort. You know, my house, I feel it's like my whole sacred place. Like, that's, as soon as I, before yeah. I get in the house, God usually turn my phone on, do not disturb. So, do not disturb me. I, I don't I don't like a lot. You know, uh, that's my own time. That's my me time. You get what I'm saying? So it's like I'm releasing the world from my thoughts when I get home. And yeah. to be at home and then you're just sitting there and your whole building just fall down, it's like, Lord. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, I wouldn't even know how to even think about being in that situation. You know, so my heart goes out to everybody that... I don't know how many people lost their lives or, yeah, you know, that, they that, that's crazy. just anything you're sitting there, you're literally falling down. That's like, honestly, <laughs> I don't know. It's just world. crazy. I, I couldn't even picture it. I, could, I couldn't even have a thought I about thought I what. I saw some on TV. Like, I, thought, I saw some on TV, a building fell, and I'm like, I was like, that's a real building? What the fuck is that? Right. I'm like, man, this is just so crazy. It's like Katrina. Yeah. Katrina happened. Everybody down in New Orleans floating around. Right. What the fuck is going on? Then they say somebody, they said the government blew up a blew up a levee. Right. I'm like, God damn, it's like it's like the, these stories just getting out of hand, man. Then they're gonna say two weeks later something happened in Miami with the government. That's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking about here. Just for all the rain to keep coming, constant, constant, day in, it rained over here one minute. The next minute, you could just came, Ben came in from outside, and it's pouring down rain, and like, oh, my yeah. God, it's crazy. I had to honestly cancel my panel the other day because one of the guys live in Ohio. Mm-hmm. So to go from 75, not knowing what is closed off, what is blocked yeah, off, another no, guy yeah. live far 75 east. 75 always that traffic. That, that, that freeway always under renovation. Yes, <laughs> so the Deal with that, that now with water. That, it's that, like that bullshit there, man. 75. I wonder what the fuck. How the hell do they be on 75? <laughs> what wait, what is what is what's the what's the target date? What's the final what's the final destination <laughs> for the damn thing? This bullshit, man. Don't get me started, man. I'm telling you, do not get me started with this bullshit because it's crazy. It is crazy. 75 from Lima to Detroit. It's always just crazy. Messed up. Mm-hmm. It's been crazy for the last five years. Okay. I'm like, what's the target date? What's the finalized date? What's the final date for the shit to be done with? Okay. Damn. Right. And and I think out of this, I seen, I believe last night, the best part that I've seen, um, see, <clears throat> um, the best part that I've seen is that they, the police, I think it was in Clinton Township, rescue a 82-year-old woman. She said that she'd seen the water, but she thought it was only a little bit, and she couldn't stop. And from that point of her couldn't stop her car, it went all the way under the water. So they, the police, I don't know how I think she was able to call the police. They 
caught her um, connection off the signal of the towers. Right. Seeing right. where she was, she had her hand out the window, and she said she at this time she was sucking down the water. So just imagine, they're, like you saying, they playing in the water. This lady is literally swallowing these nasty fumes and uh, nasty, all disgusting. Gasoline, oh man, all glass and boo boo and everything. You got so, to be crazy. You got to be out of your mind to do anything on a freeway. Mm-hmm. And not in a car. Exactly. I seen somebody had a jet ski on the damn thing. Like, how the hell did he get a jet ski on the goddamn freeway? Right. It's like, it's crazy because, uh, but see, that falls on the engineers for the city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The engineers have to clean the, the, the drains. Okay. If the drains don't get cleaned, or swept out, or blew out, or anything. Mm-hmm. Any kind of rain come on there, it's gonna be b- backed up. Mm-hmm. So like, how come we the how come we the only city that get floods like this? Because mm-hmm. the engineers are not doing their motherfucking job. Right. You got it. Got to be. But you can't you can't throw trash at the window. Can't be loitered out there neither. You can't, can't throw trash out the out the window. But the drains. Are not being properly taken care of. Cleaned. They're not being cleaned. Sanitary. Blew out. Right. Flushed out. Because mm-hmm. that water, I mean, the drain can, can handle it, but it's like if the drain is stopped up, what the drain gonna do? Exactly. It's gonna fill up. Yeah, so I just, I shout out to the Clinton Town Police for saving that, that lady's life. You know, um, sometimes you gotta just stay in the house. That part, she should have probably stayed in the house and didn't yeah. even go outside because she, she couldn't see or she didn't know how to, how deep the water was. So I had to push back our show because I didn't want nobody chancing their life just to come and sit and talk. Man, you know what I'm pe- saying? They got people, they said they were charging $800. To pull their cars out. To get the car yes, back. Yes, yes. Why the hell would you charge somebody $800 motherfucking dollars to get their fucking car back? Five to $800. 500 to $800 to get the car back. Yes. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on, man? Are right. you serious? $800 to get the car back? You can have the motherfucking car. Have it. Keep I paid 700 for the motherfucking car. <laughs> $800 for the car. You can have that bitch. And the cars on the freeway, the cars on the side of the freeway, they stuck on the side like... Mm-hmm. It's like, it's the end of the world, man. It is. Big Macs don't taste the same no more. Damn. <laughs> you know, when the Big Mac was no one hamburger, that bitch a laxative now, nigga. That part. Won't do, nigga. That part, that way, goddamn. And it's crazy because even here, knowing the, the food, if I go out of town, it's like the food tastes better to me. I don't know if they give us the low grade here in Michigan, <laughs> or they not trying to pay a bigger amount. Saying, they just, don't, it don't taste the same if you know, If you notice... It's like, I'm going to tell you something, man. The food, if people people just, every, I look at like Asian corned beef. Mm-hmm. Now, I get my hair cut across the street from Asian corned beef on 7 Mile. Okay. Everybody going Asian is fat. Everybody that walks that Asian is fat. <laughs> how the hell is, how the hell is every customer fat? <laughs> and corned beef is a stone cold killer. Oh, the last thing I ate was a motherfucking corned beef sandwich. And the very next day, I went to the hospital, nigga. Wow. I know I wasn't supposed to eat no corned beef, but corned beef be so good to me, I was on, I was down the street. <laughs> I, was on, I was on 10 miles. I was on Greenville, 10 miles. 
It's the corned beef place on the corner down there. Yeah. I, it, it's right there. It's green, green uh, logo. Front page, goddamn deli. That motherfucker, son of a bitch. I went inside front page deli. I ordered a corned beef and french fries. I ate the corned beef sandwich. I ain't eat all the fries. I was sleepy. I got in my car and was sleepy. Because mm-hmm. that shit was fucking with my body. It was, I was like, damn, why I feel so tired? Mm-hmm. I went home. I laid down. I woke up at like 2 in the morning. And I fell down. Wow. I went to the bathroom. I made it back to bed. I woke up in the morning. And I had I had the motherfucking Bob Doe. I had my shit all fucked up. My arm was fucked up. My leg, my whole left side was fucked up. I said, damn. Mm-hmm. The corned beef did this shit to me? And I didn't think about the corned beef sandwich, but it, it was the last thing I ate was the corned beef sandwich. Wow. The sodium content is so high. Mm-hmm. And corned beef, it's, 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 it's almost terrible. Okay. But, you know. It is what it is. It is. I ain't eating so, more corned beef. That part. So, that way. Yeah. I, ain't, I, I don't give a fuck. I ain't, I ain't eating no more corned beef. It's got to save my motherfucking life, nigga. Mm-mm. So, just to give me a little bit in the, 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 the viewers, a little bit of your story. What do you think, or how should I say it? What part of your struggles got you to where you are because I know it got to be a passion if you're doing it this long it has to be something that you love to do because that's what I why I'm always in, into anything is because I want to do it I love to do it my heart is in it um so with all in that just give me a little synopsis of a little bit it's of your uh, struggles to where you are now it's a uh, dedication perseverance and believing in yourself okay like, when I got my teeth done, I couldn't talk worth shit. Mm-hmm. Now, I went to the hospital, and I got to learn how to talk all over again. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, how the fuck, why the fuck I got to oh, this bullshit? So, it's like, it's like, damn, I know I got to get my shit back right. And it's the, it's the uh, I can't think of the word I'm trying to say. It's the, uh, the passion mm-hmm. that I have for the game. Because what I'm going to do is just talk about what happened. Okay. You know, I mean, that, that shit was crazy. It was like 5 in the morning, taking my blood. I'm like, how much blood, y'all? I ain't got no more goddamn blood. Right, shit. right. So it's like, it's like the passion will keep you on the right path, on the right path. Mm-hmm. Because so many people, I remember a guy told me, uh, I did Def Comedy Jam in 93 and 97. Mm-hmm. This comedian Teddy Carpenter told me, uh, he said, man, why you smoke that weed on there, man? He shouldn't, he shouldn't smoke that weed on there. Mm-hmm. I just told him, I said, have a, have a good night, Teddy. Have a good day. You know what I'm saying? I just let it go. But if I would have listened to people and didn't do it, because it wasn't even supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm at the theater. I got rolled up a joint. Joints in my pocket. My manager asked, could he smoke a joint? They said, no. Hell no. Fuck no. Mm-hmm. And then they said, they came back to me in my dressing room and said, you still got a joint? I said, I still got it. They said, you can smoke it. I'm like, oh, I can? Mm-hmm. And so I smoked it, and it turned to be that I'm the only person to ever smoke a joint on Def Jam history. Wow. And before 
before legalization. Mm-hmm. You know, so I took a stand for the people that smoke weed at home. <laughs> okay. And they they see that shit on TV like, yo, that nigga smoking like a joint, and not even a joint. You're not supposed to smoke in a theater. Mm-hmm. So it was it was crazy. It was uh, it was times I went to uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. And uh, the black radio station down there, they lost their station mm-hmm. because they had me perform. And I came on stage. I smoked to join the theater, and uh, the police was outside the limousine, the back, waiting me to come out the back door. I walked off the stage. I was in the crowd with the people, mm-hmm. and went out the front door. I caught a cab like a some I got a ride to the hotel. And left the limousine in the back, and I'm like, I took a, I took a, the radio station. They, they lost their license mm-hmm. for promoting the show, and it was all country people. And I'm like, damn, all this shit because of weed. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, why these motherfuckers they sitting around smoking crack on stage with weed? Mm-hmm. And um, but do you think because um, they try to keep a certain audience? Because um, I know even with y'all, when you like you said you had a podcast. Um, a few years ago, you and I know Stone was mm-hmm. on there, and yeah, my nigga Stone, and shout out to Stone and a few other ones. Um, I know it's a couple of ladies on there, yeah, but I seen Corey them watch. Jones and Blair, Blair yeah. So, do you feel like you know y'all wanted to uphold a certain audience? Uh, where because I know y'all did y'all's later in the evening. So, do you think because kids may be watching it, or you know they feel like you know at this time being on a bigger set? Uh, where more people may be watching or maybe tuning in, do you think that will probably fall in the guidelines somewhere? Or? Well, well, now, uh, shit, they got, <laughs> I just watched the BET Awards, and they was cussing. I'm talking about back then. Back like, then, right now, it's going crazy. It's That's going, why it's I don't even crazy. watch TV. I, it's, it's too much it's for going, me. I, see, I saw, I saw babe, Lil Baby and Kirk Franklin <laughs> Did you heard you tell you tell the show? <laughs> no, I did not. Kurt Franklin and Little Baby got a song. Oh wow! Little Baby rapping his part like he don't even want to be there. I'm like, damn, what's wrong with this nigga? And it's like, it's like, it's like uh, maybe because I'm getting older, but the the way stuff is going, all the rappers sound like the same rapper. Mm, it does, and they. To me, they don't they don't be on beat, and I heard that that's the new thing. Now Panamaman. I don't know. I just I don't I don't get it. It but. was pantomiming going on, a lot of pantomiming going on, mm-hmm. and it's like they have no showmanship. Okay. The A and R department is gone. Mm-hmm. The, you gotta if you go, I mean it's like they don't even enthuse. It's like oh, it's garbage. It's garbage. Mm-hmm. I seen Lil Nas. Oh yeah, it's I see, I see the mouth. mouth on the TV. See, that's what gets me. It's like, how you? can you have kids watching programs or thinking it's supposed to be family oriented, and they doing everything up under the song on this TV? It's like before when I was growing up, they couldn't cuss on TV. They couldn't they, do much of anything. Now they doing everything up under the song from the cartoons. They they trying to get your kids at an early age. Um. I don't know. It's just it's it's a whole new time for me. But I was just wondering, you know, maybe like you were saying back then 
in that setting with you doing what you did as well as what the company allowed was they trying to prevent certain things to be in a, the eye of a child or the eye of a younger person and it wasn't acceptable well my, my show that we had any kind of words radio it was four years ago four to five years ago mm-hmm. and it was it was mostly marijuana but uh, I'm a member of normal, normal National Organization for Marijuana Laws mm-hmm. and uh, the show was not solely on marijuana and marijuana was visible mm-hmm. and you just smoking this you just smoking there and um but if the show was about sports, politics, relationships, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and current events. Okay. And um, it was like the Breakfast Club or something like that. But but but, but we, <clears throat> we, we, we marijuana on the table. Okay. But see, people got to know that everything, everything that we see, is garbage. Mm-hmm. All the rappers. Are rapping the same way. Mm-hmm. Nobody has their own individuality. They got the jewelry on, skinny jeans, nappy head. They all look the same. Okay. And you, you at home watching this stuff, and you say, "I want to look just like that." <laughs> and not everybody look like them. The nappy hair, just a little taper around. I don't the get taper the, around, I don't get the nappy they, hair they, look. They 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 they're following the what they see. Mm-hmm. That's the boys, the girls. They want to look like Cardi B, <laughs> Nicki Minaj, or the city girls. Mm-hmm. It's like that's why they put them put them kind out there. Because first of all, I'm not saying it's, it's a good thing or a bad thing, but we know. What road they gonna go down? Okay. I don't see no. I don't see no. Uh, no positive outcome. Mm-hmm. If it can, if it can be a positive outcome, it's cool. If not, then I don't know what to say. But one thing for sure, the rappers' kids are not going to public schools. Mm-hmm. They going to private schools. Mm-hmm. Our kids are going to public schools. Listen to that music, mm-hmm. dogging women. Every every lyric now, a bitch, just a bitch, that fuck that bitch, fuck that bitch. Everything right. is dogging a woman, mm-hmm. and y'all promoting this shit. Right. Yeah. It's terrible. It is, and and I and I try to give like the youth done with the youth different scenarios about you know would you want anybody to treat your mom like that? Would you do it? But some of these kids, they are doing it, you know, just because they see it. And then the parents don't have a lot. They feel like they're their friend. So they don't have enough rights or guidance, I should say, to put put their foot down and change a few things. You could if you started early or just start where you are and just do what you need to do and be a parent. Some people need to stop being their kid's friend. Kid's cousin. Yeah, that part. It's like they're your cousin. It's like, it's so, it's, it's so messed up, man, that, um, it's fucked up. It's (laughs) fucked up out here. Yeah. I don't care what nobody say. Like, I, I, I don't, my kids never seen me smoke. I don't be cussing around my kids. 
I don't do nothing around my kids that I don't want them doing around me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because kids cuss, they think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how's that funny? That's not funny. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. And then a kid grow up and the kid cussing growing up. And then you be like, oh, he just be playing. No, he, he shouldn't be saying that. Serious, right. And kid, kids are at the table with you. My son ain't gonna be at the, at the table with me, and I'm talking to my boy on the phone, and you sitting there with me. Go, 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 go down the hall, go down, go in your room, mm-hmm. on the phone. And they sit there and watch you. It's like it's terrible, man. They mimic everything. They, they mimic see. everything they see you yep. do. And then you get that you done got older. They coming up, they mimicking you, and they get on your damn nerve. Right. What you mad for? It's you. Exactly. Just the exposure that you gave, you gave me. Them. Mm-hmm. So you can't be mad at the kid because the kid don't know no better. Exactly. Because that's the environment the kid was in. Yeah. So I know we was we almost into wrapping up the show. So I just wanted to thank you again, and I wanted to um, say that I hope I hope that you continue to be just blessed with in this this journey because it's a journey, and Mm -hmm. I, I get it from my homeboy Locke. Shout out to Locke. He, he, he put one out there for me when he came here to talk to me. He said, it don't matter how the, the, the journey looks. Just take a little bit of joy with the journey. So with that, with the process of going through the stroke and overcoming that, going coming through COVID and just daily life, you know, I just pray that everything continue to go up for you, be better, not only for you, but your family. Um... And then just wanted to put out there that, you know, we we are based off of 10 different platforms, which are Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Apple iTunes, Radio Public, Overcast. And it's featured off of Oso Radio on YouTube. I'm also on YouTube. You can look me up on all platforms at Discussions. That's with an S with 10. And to always go back and piggyback off of what we basically pretty much talked about, my quote was, you have to praise your own way out of your own storm. So don't don't look at things that's taking place in life. Don't look at the adversities, you know, that you just left out of. You got to keep going because you never know what that destiny is going to lead you to. You never know where the destination is going to be ended. So I just say that to say stay positive. Keep a smile on your face, always through the mask, <laughs> and just live life to the fullest. And do it with love, passion, and just be the best that you can be. And you got to know that whatever trials you're going through, tribulations, is always going to get better, greater later, I should say. Always going to get greater later. So thank you all for tuning in with Discussions with 10. I don't know if you, I, I see you got off your phone, but I don't know if anybody had, like, any questions that they possibly would ask. I got to get up there and get my phone up there. But I don't know. Um, shoot a few questions. I can get my phone and see if anybody has some. Well, we got a few more minutes. Okay. And then just go from there. Any of my viewers on Facebook got anything for here? But no, I honestly want to thank you for taking time out and coming out 
me through this crazy storm and it's so crazy too because it was raining in different spots. And I'm yeah. like, Bill, I don't know where you are, but it's, it was raining up your heart. Are you ready? Yeah. Like, sure. So to have that same attitude, I yeah. love that to be ready, be prepared, and to just come. I appreciate you from the very bottom. I'm tell you, I, I the one thing I take, one thing I can say, my father gave me mm -hmm. is punctuality. Okay. I said that word real good. You did punctuality. Hey. You did. So punctuality. You told me six thirty. I was here at six o'clock. You beat me here. I was running behind. I'm always here you before know, six. You know, <laughs> and uh, I'm like, cause anything go wrong when you late. And you can't. One thing. One thing about Hollywood. Mm -hmm. In LA, if you late, you can can't you can you can you can just say forget it. Mm -hmm. Them people, them them people out there, they do not play. They do not motherfucking play no late shit. They don't give a fuck who you is. Exactly. You late, you're done. I get that. And I seen it from my own eyes. I'm like, shit, I'm not gonna be late. You right. Well, I got here like about eight minutes late. Nah, so you straight. I'm straight. Yeah, you I still straight. had good timing. But I got one question. Uh, where were some places you performed? In L.A. or where? Or where do you say? L.A. or just anywhere? Probably just anywhere. I know he was on Def Comedy Jam uh, on BET. Def Comedy Jam, BET County View, uh, uh, New York, Improv, uh, Comedy Factory, the uh, what's the name of the spot in L.A. Um, the Comedy Act Theater. That's mm -hmm. where Robert Harris was from, and uh, that's in the hood. That's in South Central. Um, oh, well, I'm 30 years in the game. I done perform everywhere. Everywhere. You done did plenty of shows here in the Detroit. Uh, yeah, we had we did uh, 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 what's the motherfucker called? Detroit House of Blues. Had a full year run in Detroit House of Blues. Uh. It was every show was sold out. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yep. And uh, what you what do you have upcoming? Because I know you got a few. We got a show up July third at uh, exclusively twelve oh three presents the comedy jump off uh, fourteen four hundred Wyoming Street nine o'clock p.m. showtime. That's gonna be crazy. Martini Harris, Jay Will, Ronnie Chanel, Detroit Rick. Uh, that's me putting. It's gonna be crazy. Okay, cool. It's going to be crazy. July 3rd will be crazy as hell. July 3rd. July so if y'all can, go out down. and support my man Bill Hill. It's going down. And I, this is the first show after after the stroke, so I don't know what the fuck going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, say anything is possible, but you're going to do good. Just like this your first show coming out, so you're going to do great there. Yeah, I, I already good. know. So, it's all good. Yep, I, it's I all praise good. Praise God, man. I done, I, done been, I done been through a lot of shit, man. Mm -hmm. A whole lot of shit, man. Then I could have gave up a long time ago. You know, I, I when, your, when your wife died, and that's your partner, and you still doing comedy, still taking care of the kids, that's, that's a blessing right there. Mm -hmm. When my wife died, I said, this ain't shit. When I said, this ain't shit, oh, I was over. Mm-hmm. Cause I could have fucked the nigga. I could have been a dope crackhead, all kind of shit, alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been fucked up for real. Right. I'm like, fuck this shit, nigga. Nigga, hey man, I'm tell you something. The stroke, my wife, my uncle, my uncle died. We ain't even had a funeral for the nigga. Mm. Just to, have you, when you get somebody die in your family and y'all don't even have a funeral, mm -hmm. I'm like, God damn, that that's cold. 
Right. That's right. cold blooded. That's that's. Or they limited, cause they limited with us. If he died, my uncle died when it was on fire. It was no people coming. Wow. And we still ain't had a motherfucking funeral. Wow. For my uncle. Mm. And I'm like, shit, fuck this shit. Mm. This shit crazy. It is crazy. So with all of that, thank y'all for tuning in with Discussions with Ten. Um, you can always check us out. Like I said, we're on 10 different platforms. And I will see y'all soon. I know tonight I'm going to probably take me a little break because everybody got to have a reset button. So I just wanted to throw that out there. I will be back within maybe a month or two and go from there. But I do have the panel coming up July 11th. So I'll see y'all back July 11th. Have a great night. Be blessed. Love y'all.